0: Welcome to the Rogues on the Road podcast, where we talk food, beverage,
1: travel, and everything in between.
2: Welcome to another exciting episode of Rogues on the Road. Uh, I'm Rich. And
0: I'm Matt, and we are in uh, Ridgefield, Connecticut? Sounds good. That's Sounds correct. good. We are at uh, Nod Nod Hill Brewery in Ridgefield. We are joined with... Uh, owner and family. We've got um, David. And we've got Rob. And we've got Rob. So welcome to Rogues on the Road. Welcome and thank you for having us at your brewery. Yeah, thanks for having us. After after
2: a good session of yoga. Yeah. Yeah, that kicked my butt.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So we've actually been here since 10.30 this morning. We did a full yoga session with a fair amount of sweat, but well balanced. Yep. highly recommend it, yep. uh, and it's with your wife, who's a yep. yoga instructor. Yeah,
3: yeah, my wife Sarah. She's been doing uh, yoga classes here a couple times a month since we since we opened two and a half years ago. That's great. That's it just great.
0: makes you feel good about having a beer on Sunday. That's, that's right. <laughs> You've earned it. Already. <laughs> You've yeah. earned it. That was a it was a great start. So uh, cool. I'm, I'm glad we we came in early and did the yoga and experienced that and uh, had a beer and yeah. and enjoying ourselves. So, um, so tell us, so Nod Hill. We we drove down we drove down here and we're sitting here going where's where's that name come from and is, is that Nods Hill next door to us there uh
3: it's not the one directly behind us okay. here but it is like Local? like yeah like oh. half mile down the road right. that makes down sense down there and it's just it's just one of those cool old historic names um that it's a beautiful road to take a drive down when, when you guys leave yeah. uh there's like this historic farm there that's just it, we you know we basically just wanted to have the nice local connection got gotcha. to where we are and um, and uh, yeah
2: that's, so that's where it comes that's from. where yeah. it came from yeah okay and how long have you guys been going
3: uh, we opened in October 2017 all right so, so yeah coming three up years on, to, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, and yeah. we
0: we've I mean we have so many breweries in, mm-hmm. in we call it the Hudson Valley or the greater Hudson Valley even though I know we're in Connecticut so maybe part of the Connecticut Valley Connecticut River Valley sure And even if we did this week after week for years, we still wouldn't get to all the breweries because they are even opening as we speak. But Nod Hill specifically has been coming into kind of our our picture probably within the last year or so. Yeah. Uh, And we've just been hearing more and more and more about Nod Hill um, your beer coming here and what you guys are doing cool so obviously you've got some kind of recipe that is uh <laughs> doing well uh, like a a great success and doing well it sounds like it is yeah
3: cool that's that's great to hear yeah i mean we've we've been uh you know we're right here on the on the new york border we're a seven minute drive from right. new york so uh, and and you know it's nice to hear you include us in that family of hudson valley because there's a lot of Great breweries there that we that we admire, and it's not too far away. So you know, since for the past year and a half or so, we've been trying to you know have a presence over there because we have so many regulars that come over here from New York and everything because we are so close, and we really want to be represented there um, just as much as we are here, kind of in, in the Fairfield County. And as it well. seems
0: pretty seamless that it is. Cool. Yeah, sounds great. Now, how did you how did you get your start? How did this how did this all kind of come to fruition? So. Um, I, you want to you
3: want to field that one? Or? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so this started.
1: Dave, sounds like a good loaded question. <laughs> no, it is a very loaded question. Um, Dave and I have been working together before the brewery started for about six or seven years. I, I own a fence uh, company as oh, well. I, I heard th- that. You, did you Yes, I did. Why is that important? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I How did you that? hear that? I
0: don't know. I, you know, it's funny. It's like everything is like six degrees into De Chico's around here. Like, you know, all these, you hear all these different things. And I think I heard like, oh yeah, one of the ones it was like a some fence company. Can I go? Like, oh, okay.
2: There we go. All right. <laughs> okay. is, is the fence company still going? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a,
1: it's the largest residential fence company in Connecticut. Oh, pretty. And, and Dave used to be one of my, uh, or one of our uh, key salespeople. And I was ready to kind of, I'm ready to kind of slow down yeah. with that. And uh, so I say to Dave, "Hey, you know, you know, this could be a great opportunity for you in the future." And he looked at me and he laughed and he said, "I'm, I'm good. not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing this for the rest of my life." And uh, so we started to to talk about, you know, what you know, what my future would look like because I'm uh, I'm not the type of person that can really kind of slow down. Okay. Yeah, I want to slow down over there, but. Um, and Dave mentioned about a brewery, and we were both we were both very excited. You're, you're about good. That. I'm just going to push it you in. You're <laughs> okay. Good. Thanks. Uh, so we were both very excited about that prospect, and so that's kind of how the the idea kind of kind of
3: germinated.
2: Okay. And you guys been brewing previous to home brewing? I, home brewing? Yeah,
3: I've been home brewing since I was in college, okay. like 2005. I was All living right. in Boston and, and got interested in home brewing right right around when I was 21, um, and you know just doing doing that for like seven seven eight years until until we started talking about you know doing this professional to to
0: get you through fencing
3: yeah
1: yeah basically (laughs) and
0: uh
3: i started to drink beer in
1: 2004 (laughs) now that may not
0: man i'm not sure about this fence company (laughs) yeah right right. (laughs) that's true
1: and that may sound kind of funny because i was 50 years old when i first had my first beer
0: really really absolutely Like legit beer.
1: Legit beer. Like drink a whole beer. Drink a whole beer. (laughs) Not taking a sip.
0: Not including like your typical Budweiser.
1: Not not in in college. None none of that. And it it was basically I didn't like anything that was carbonated. Right. So I really didn't, you know, I didn't really start drinking a little bit of wine until I was in my 20s uh, overall. But uh, we were in Austria. Uh, my, My daughter and Dave's. Uh, sister was on a, um, uh, what we'll call it? study abroad. Study abroad. Thanks, Dave. And you uh, know, and in Salzburg, and Dave went over there with us, and he says to me, "If you don't try beer here, don't you're bother. out of your mind." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we went to what was the name? What was the name of the monastery? We went
3: to uh, the
1: Augustiner, Augustiner monastery in Salzburg. And yeah. Dave sat me down, and he says. This is it. This is it. You gotta do this. This is the moment. This This is the moment. So the first the first day was kind of a little rough you know getting over the carbonation but I did like the flavor.
0: I feel like I feel like you would it was it was that what's that the beer movie with uh the super trooper actors where they drink um, they 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 redid the recipe and they drink it and tears start for coming down their (laughs) eye. I picture you like in Germany, which is like a beer drinker's like to take yeah. that first sip of monk made traditional beer and just and there was light. And there was light. There was but light there was, it, it wasn't quite that way.
3: Yeah, it wasn't quite that way. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: there we really, did the the
1: we We not end up water. going back to that,
3: that beer hall pretty
1: much every night. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We little we bit we, we, <laughs> we were there bit we a little bit of a little bit of a was bit of a Totally.
0: That is a brilliant story. Right. That is one of the best creation yeah, I mean, stories I've heard as really? far as like getting yeah. into the beer industry. I,
1: so, I got to tell you, it's pro- for me. It's very embarrassing. I think, <laughs> I think you to should admit, to admit that. I think you should,
0: you should own it, and that is that's amazing. The, the The only sad part is that it happened when you were fifty.
1: I get that, um, but I have a lot of up, catching got, up to right, do, and it's you okay. You, you know, and it sounds like you're
0: deep in it right now. I am. Now, are you involved in the day-to-day uh, operations of this as well? Or you kind of juggle around.
1: I, I kind of juggle around. I mean, Dave is really the day-to-day uh, guy with this. Um, you know, I'm here uh, on on the financial and making more of the, the larger, overriding decisions of how we expand right. um, and what type of growth that we want to want to see within the in the company. But you know, the vision of, of Nod Hill, the you know the, the types of beer we br- we brew uh our our imaging and and uh and whatnot that's all date right right there
2: and how do you decide what to brew
3: well um and demand? yeah i mean we we so i work a lot hand in hand with our head brewer uh kyle Achenauer. so okay. he he's been involved since day one since before, about six months before we opened we we pulled him in um and a lot of it is just dictated on uh, what what we like to drink, obviously, right. and what and also what the what, is what moves, right. um, and and also you know we we kind of adopt a strategy of looking at. Um, you know what what is popular, but also where can where can we fill niches in the market? Right. Because we are and being we, a little different, right? Yeah, I mean, we we brew on a ten barrel system. We we brew it into mostly into twenty barrel tanks. So we're we're pretty small, and that allows us to have a lot to be nimble with. You know, choosing choosing yeah. kind of styles that maybe if we had sixty barrels of 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 say a Belgian double or something, it, it would be difficult
0: to to sell all that. That's uh, it. There's a <laughs> There's an inebriated baby <laughs> in the background. Thanks. A one.
3: So, yeah, I mean, so typically when you come in here, about half of our draft list is going to be hoppier, you know, hazy New England style beers. But um, we all, like I mentioned, Belgian Double. We have a Belgian Double on tap now. We we really love those styles. That's, you know, Belgian beer is what got me into craft beer. Um, so we, we always are brewing different, more traditionally influenced uh, Belgian styles, and all, as well as as uh, about a year ago, we we started brewing lagers as well. So that's that's kind of,
0: and we did a, I mean, we went onto your website. And yeah. It, it obviously, bringing back the Belgium style. Yeah. The, the, that, obviously was a big influence on you and how you, you, kind of look at brewing and and yeah plays a factor in it. it and yeah. it seems very obvious that it does. Yeah. We've spoken probably. I mean, dozens of breweries, and I would say, probably at least fifty to sixty percent of them, it's has moved into we brew what we want to, like mm-hmm. what we like. Rushing Duck was very adamant about that right. and trying because there's so much to choose from to brew out there, and yeah. so much influence. I guess you can get lost on like, oh gosh, where's the industry now, and what do we need? To, what do we have to start brewing? Keep up with it, right? Right can, can be kind of I'm sure overwhelming.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean like I mentioned because of our size it does allow us to as long as we have these these beers that we know that we can reliably brew a batch and sell it you know in a relatively short amount of time it does allow us to kind of you know you know follow a whim with a, with a style that you know we we know is not going to be a huge seller maybe move as quickly but is also going to Please a lot of, of right. people that are coming in looking for something different. You know, right, which like is we nice.
0: we looked. You know, if you look on the menu, mm-hmm. um, you know you have got three, six, you know, nine on tap, mm-hmm. um, and you have got the one. It's nice to see the one. Uh, what what you call over the waterfall? Yeah, we had that Friday night. That's
2: what I'm drinking now. It's so good. It's on the edge of a sour, but it's not sour. sour. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so speaking well
0: a little bit about we, sours, we've yeah. done quite a few. Uh, episodes with sours, mixed fermentation. Mm-hmm. Take us through a little bit about what exactly mixed firm is, and what how you guys approach it.
3: Yeah, um, so when it comes to to brewing sours, that's really that's the route we've we've chosen to take. We we haven't done any of the like Berliner Weiss kettle sour style beers. Uh, we don't really have any intention to at this point. Right. Uh, never say never, but yeah. um, we. So basically, we we have a we have a, uh, a uh, kind of a house mixed culture of different yeast and bacteria that we've we've kind of put together from a handful of different places. Now it, it's it includes some of uh, some wild yeast that we've collected Very outside cool. the building here. That's awesome. Um, and uh, the the one you're drinking right now doesn't have any of that in it, but we have a lot of stuff that is conditioning right now that is with. Um, a lot of this uh, native yeast that w- that we've collected, so so it's almost
0: like a kombucha. Yeah, it's a like, to- it's a, it's a whole array of different yeasts and bacteria that, that produce different flavor profiles at Correct. different temperatures and at different yeah pHs. Yeah, yeah.
3: and um, pH. like we've got so we've got a, um as you saw when we were kind of walking around before, we've got a, a twenty barrel fooder back there that that culture is living in right now with some beer that's in their conditioning. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we just love those, those beers, the complexity of, no, no, of no. those kind of beers, the, the complexity and the drinkability. Um, so that's, that's kind of why we've, we've gone in that, in that direction. We also, you know, there's not a, a lot of that around here in our area. I know you go over the New York border and there's a lot of great breweries doing yeah. that kind of thing, but here in Connecticut, uh, there are some really, really good ones, but there's not a huge amount of people exploring that.
0: And it, it's, there's a huge spectrum of flavor profiles mm-hmm. with sours that we've experienced that yeah. can be like vinegar or delight or uh, it's just a yeah. huge yeah. spectrum yeah. Right? you know sour tarts to right. you know tropical citrusy yep. and it seems like each brewery that's that's doing it they have this this you know pot of mixed yeast yeah. and it's limitless where the flavor profiles can go right yes. as opposed to a New England-style IPA. Right. Which you kind of know what it's going to be like. Right. Yep. But, you know, it's funny. That's like, why oh, people stick with it. It's safe. It's safe. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yep. Absolutely. But I think it's more fun to go in, like... Yeah, try different stuff out. Yeah, we came in Friday. We're like, ah, we're going to try this out first.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Because you don't know what the flavor... Pro- you don't know what it's going to do. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. And and we've noticed
3: with, you know, the, the batch that's on now, we... we It, it came out of this 20-barrel food we got about... Twenty half barrel kegs out of it, and this was almost a year ago. Yeah. Uh, and every keg, when we put it on, it's like this one tastes a little different than the last one, you know. And,
0: <laughs> and that's, that's kind of, of <laughs> that's,
2: that's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. no,
0: it's very fun I I mean, mean, until something takes over, and you're like, this, yeah, this this is like, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. hasn't happened, right, yet. right, right. Smells like this tastes like rotten yogurt. Something's all right. <laughs> and you guys are about to expand?
3: Yeah, so we're we're working on. Um, uh, an expansion in a couple different phases. We need we need more production space okay. and space for more tanks. Right. Um, and we're run. We've basically run out of cold storage space.
0: That's a good thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's all good. So, so we're. This is
0: this is where Rob comes in. Yeah, he's he's yep.
3: got the the strategy. He's on kind that, of like so. your BDO.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, you ever see that commercial? No, they, no. they handle logistics for a large company. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <I got you. laughs>
3: Yeah, so so <laughs> kind of phase one, which we've broken ground on, we're we're working on now, is we're we're moving our walk in, we're making it bigger, and by moving it out of the way, we've we've created space for a handful of more uh, fermentation tanks. So that's that's really exciting. One of that one of the things that's going to allow us to do also is up to this point, we've we've only been able to have two different yeast strains working at the same time in the brewery, just based on the number of tanks right, and the and, uh, and number of generations of yeast that we right. that we work with. So basically we've either had, we always have an ale strain going that's doing our hoppy beers and some of the darker beers and everything. And then we'll eat, either have this uh, Belgian strain working or a lager strain. So we kind of have been on this rotational schedule of doing Belgian styles for a little while, then doing lagers for a little while. And um, for instance, right now, we don't have a yeah. lager on top, but we do have some nice Belgians. But uh,
0: yeah, we had it. We had it on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So and you yeah, had a couple of the, the final pours. F- yeah. That was phenomenal. Oh, right? yeah. And to have that with lobster over tater tots oh, perfect. was yeah. like, a, <laughs> and, uh, and you can't, we were, we're talking about this earlier, you, you can't hide in a lager or a pilsner, you can't hide flaws. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's either it's good or it's bad. Right. Right, yeah, and although I think it, uh, a lot of consumers think it's like the most simplest beer, it's also one of the easiest beers to screw up because you yeah. can't hide anything. Yeah, anything. Right. I mean,
3: that's all—all all credit to our, our head brewer uh, Kyle, who is very um, when he when he gets into doing something, he's very research-heavy and, and very detail-oriented about process and everything. So he's been really killing it with those beers. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: Wow, and your brewery is a hundred percent solar pet, solar powered.
3: Yes, yeah. As That's of uh, awesome. as of as of about a year ago, April last year, the whole array turned on. So this whole building, which has multiple other businesses, and you saw kind of how far it goes back and everything, is is covered with solar panels on the roof.
0: We saw um, a uh, an aerial shot. Oh okay, of, yeah, yeah. Of all the panels, I mean, there's a lot of square footage of panels on this roof. Yeah. How, how did that all come to be? That's a that
3: was a project that that, he's, that Rob spearheaded, so I'll let him kind of. Well, he, he, this
1: this building, we, I purchased this building in 2015, and uh, in purchase, before before we had moved in here, it used to be what was called the old Norco building, which did airplane parts. Okay. And when I looked... Did you say airplane parts? Airplane parts. Of course.
0: <laughs> Why not? No,
1: <laughs> and uh, So when I looked in, into the electrical array in the building, I saw possibly, the, well, not possibly, the biggest... Screw up? No. I, I'm trying to... The biggest freaking uh, breakers I've ever seen in my life. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I mean, when you guys have a chance, like take, one point
0: twenty-one gigawatts. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, they're huge. They're like two inches in height. Wow! And I was like, wow! And uh, so then I started to inquire, like, you know, how much electric do we have coming into this building, and it was, and it was quite a bit. And it also kind of, det- well, not kind of, it did determine of of us going to uh, going into an electrical
3: system, uh, brew house, uh, as well. To take, yeah, so to we brew on a our, our our brew house is fully electric, which is kind of. Kind of unusual, especially as opposed to steam. Yeah, so
0: you have no boilers, but you have chillers.
3: Correct. Yep. So, um,
1: so in terms of doing that, you know, Dave and I have always been conscious about the environment, Um, and one of the things that I that we wanted to do was to really do this uh, solar array, and so when um, we were we started to do our research um financially it just made uh it was like a no brainer right. really to do you know with all the the, the tax incentives yeah. with all the the savings uh financially on the financial side it was all the tax incentives the savings on our electric cuz electric you know the is going is going to be going up year after year yeah. after year yeah. and then it uh, on a personal side we were seeing you know when you get a pro- proposal I, I, I received was it, it would show you how many, how, how much emissions you cut over a 20-year period, how many trees you, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, past yeah. Many trees you plant, and you say, wow, you you have to do this. Right. Yeah, and it was really a,
3: a way for us to, to grow sustainably. That's cool. Which was, which was, you know, just very important to us.
0: Right, so yeah, which is really
3: yeah. a, a, when we started off a mission of, of the company.
0: Yeah, there's still, there's not enough information out there. Um whether it's conspiracy theories on on electrical you know put out by power companies you know to not go solar and how efficient it actually is you know i would think you know to run a a brewery especially with a in a an electrical uh mash ton that's an enormous amount of power i wouldn't i wouldn't think a solar array on a roof would cover that and then some. And it, it does.
2: It does. And some. And some. Oh wow. And uh, and some. Yes.
0: And is this the type of thing, kind of like a like a turbine that you? It's an enormous amount of capital out, and it takes time for it to come back, or is it fairly quick on the return? It,
1: it, the return on it is is seven years. Okay. <laughs> That's um, amazing. And uh, we plan on being here for at least seven, seven years. more years. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're done. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, you you, it, the state you know Eversource funds it um, part of it uh, the federal government funds part of it and the uh, uh, the state that, really as cool. well so yeah. you know when you put that whole package yeah. we, we've had a few of the breweries after the company that sold us uh, this package they said they we're going after breweries now yeah, that's and uh, so we had. I've had about three or four breweries give me a call and say hey you know these numbers they look, look is too that, good is, to be is true is that really yeah. true? Yeah, and I said, yeah, there are certain things you gotta be careful of, but overall, it's a it's a very uh, wise investment. I feel.
0: How yeah. long was how long was the the process from okay, guys, let's you know, seeing the, the amount of power that comes into the building, to to you know, pulling permits and installing and all that. I would imagine like a year. Yeah, I mean, that's like about.
1: Year. Yeah, that's about right. I mean, we had a a, a glitch ourselves, um, being that uh, the building. Um, we we worked through the uh, small business association um, with that, and we had to pull them out of the equation. So that took a little bit of time because I'm mean, getting in the yeah, weeds yeah, here, yeah, but yeah. Um, there you have to you, basically uh, with the, with the solar loans, they put a lien on the on the building, a tax lien on the building, okay. and the SBA would not allow that. That was and that stopped about four months before we started this project. Oh, yeah it's like you got to be kidding me <laughs> <laughs> so really um, yeah so here so here we you know so so that was really the delay but from the time that we moved them out until we in, actually had the uh installation it was about nine months wow. oh
0: not bad yeah wow and well worth it for a business
1: absolutely. absolutely that's that's uh,
0: that's really good to hear
2: and the amount of power will accommodate the additions yeah that's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. It,
3: it powers us, the other businesses in the building I here, really, and then we're we have a little bit of extra power typically that is that goes back into the so grid as well. So you so your so, so awesome.
0: your so your meter actually goes backwards and actually pays you. In, uh, in theory, in theory, not in much. Theory. But, not much. <laughs> in, in another five pendies. years, yeah, so you essentially, know. you're getting paid to make beer. They will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The power, that's, that, that's, that's, that's kind of that's an awesome. <laughs> it's a good business. That's a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of uh, an awesome F you to the electrical man. That's <laughs> as it should be, as it should be. There you go. So what are your, your you showed us the expansion. Yep. Uh, if you do come to, if you're listening to this podcast and you do come to Nod Hill, uh, it's right between, it's in Ridgefield. It's right between Danbury, Connecticut and Norwalk, Connecticut, right on the water. Um, you're 7, right? Yep. Yes. And uh, it's a big expansion. You showed us the, um, you've got your sours that you're keeping in a separate part of the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have a cool ship. Yes, yeah. And cool. you're, can you explain a little bit about, do you know I what a cool ship is? You don't know what a cool, ship is. What a cool yeah. ship is. Cool
3: yeah. Ship. yeah, so we we haven't actually used it yet. We got it just about a, a month and a half ago. Uh, and we're still in the process of getting it fully installed and everything, but... It's outside our building. Um, we're right on the Norwalk River here. You crossed over the bridge when you came over, it, so right, it's right, right on the banks of the river there. And basically, what we're going to be doing is for our, you know, for our sours that we were talking about before, um, we'll be filling the cool ship at the end of a brew day, um, which basically it's just a big stainless steel vessel with no cover. Okay. Um, it's a it's a historic way to cool beer at the end of a at the end of a brew day. Right. From, right. Right. Uh, so. So we'll we'll fill it up. Um, we'll uh, native wild yeast bacteria. Everything that's in the air is going to yeah. go. Welcome to go right yeah. on in yeah. uh, and um, inoculate the beer ferment, uh, and then you li- let it sit overnight. Okay. After- and and the next morning pump it out and in into, we're, in our case we're going to be uh, fermenting probably mostly in barrels or our, our food or if it's available, right. and uh, that's that's really a way that we that's cool. will be able to really localize the beer that yeah, yeah, we make yeah. and and put a put a really like a true. Original stamp on it that you know it'll be something that is nobody else can right, agree. right, right. It's you your it's
0: know. a it's a terroir, yeah. That's, it's it's the know. way you
3: get a ter- terroir into beer for sure, right,
0: right. Because what strains of yeast and bacteria that are in the air here are different yep. from could Five be different, yep. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And
3: we have done a few like real, real small batch collecting some of this wild yeast, fermenting some beer with it, and we know that. It's There's good. some good stuff in there. I, so picture,
0: I picture like your brewer outside with like a butterfly net. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <Yeah. laughs> Did you get anything? Come on yeah. Let's go <laughs> into the microscope. Can you take a look? Look what I got. How do you, how do you, how do you catch wild yeast? Do you just put out uh, basically wort? And, yeah, and yeah
3: that's, that's pretty much all there is to it. Uh, we put out bowls of wort. And um, we caught some ants in there, too, that's and cool. some that's other fun. stuff. But <laughs> that's, that's, that's really
0: cool, because, it, you know, there's also, you know, bacteria and yeast that live on these organisms. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. you, who knows, maybe you're getting some rare, you know, yeast or bacteria that, that yeah. likes to hang it, out on the undercarriage of ants.
3: Uh, <laughs> it was an interesting process. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we put out, when, when we first did it, Kyle put out maybe, like, five different vessels with just... Uh, a half gallon of, of wort and then let them sit up, sit out there overnight. And about, th- I think three of them tasted amazing, really, 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 really unique, really? great, great flavors. One of them was like, nope, yeah. nope, <laughs> yeah. And the other was like, yeah, so it, you know, I mean, it's it was it's it was it was right, fascinating. Right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. yeah.
0: Then you look at the trail camera and you see the deer kind of coming yeah. up and <laughs> <laughs> taking <their> a <lash>. yeah. <laughs> that's the that's fun part of doing that yeah you just don't know what you're gonna get yeah that's cool yeah cool ship and that's yep. a very Belgian oh yeah I, yeah, I mean right. that's where where it comes from, from we the actually we're actually heading up to after Lent hopefully we're heading up to uh, the only American Abbey um, oh uh, at Spencer at Spencer Brewery oh cool nice. Very cool. Uh, so we're ho- we're hopefully After Lent. we're yeah, of course, yeah yeah we have we we have that and we have a, a, a set of cloistered nuns that make cheese near oh. here. Um, oh, so I think I know what you're talking about. We're trying to work that out, but they cool. are they are uh, they're, 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 there's not a whole lot of space that lay people can yeah go in and hang out kind yep. of thing. So, but um, very cool. Uh, yeah. So that sounds like that was a huge influence on you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have yeah, you been back sure. there? Uh,
3: to to Belgium, yeah. Um, I have been there. I haven't been there for a long time. Yeah. I was there in 2007, and um, really did the whole thing. Went to Cantillon. Oh know, yeah. Went to, went to some of the the monasteries and, and um, I think you're due for another. I know.
0: I feel like it's I a yeah, work. Sure I feel am. like a work trip is. You know. 2021. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Rob's like, yep, yep. No, it's happening. <laughs> it's got, it's <laughs> happening. It's, it's good. good. <laughs> good. Uh, what are your What are your plans for the future?
3: Well, um, so we've got this expansion in the works. Okay. Uh, we are hoping, we've got about 15 barrels going right now of different, all various different beers. We're, with the, with the addition of the Cool Ship now, we're hoping to really add to that. We have space for about 60 barrels, um, wow. which would really, which would get us in a comfortable place for sure with being able to blend and have a variety of different releases. So um, that's something that we're working to build up. Uh, we have a space in the back that we have set aside to make, a, like, an event space with an additional um, additional bar and everything that we can... We get a lot of inquiries for private events and I'm stuff sure. like the yeah. space, so yeah. we're, we're hoping to, to build that out as well. Um, and then also use that space for some real cool uh, public events, right, right, right. live music. We right. do a lot of live music here, so... Yep. Um, We'll be doing stuff like that, small beer festivals, just right. trying to get creative with the use it's of the cool. space.
0: It's a great location,
2: and too. you guys have food trucks rotating.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, we
2: we we, have, c- we came on Friday. Uh, the lobster truck
0: was out there, right? Yeah, it was dangerous. It was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that yeah was dangerous. They,
3: yeah, they bring a, bring a good sized crowd all the time when those guys are here. But yeah, we have we have about eight or nine food trucks that rotate. We all awesome. whenever every day we're open, we have a food truck. We're open Wednesday through Sunday, so Brilliant. it's always something different. And do
0: you have any? collaborations or special releases that you're allowed to talk about or um, that, that are coming down the pipeline? We do.
3: So we're, we're going to have... You, you were drinking the Over the Waterfall, which is kind of our our, um, our fooder-aged table beer. Um, we have a version of that that we uh, aged yeah. on um, whole peaches and sumac that yes. we've got in <laughs> bottles right now. So oh, that's cool. going to be... You know, when it's ready, kind of thing. But yeah. we're hopefully in the next like couple months that that will be something we're coming out with. Um, and you'll
0: you'll release that on social media, right? When, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Though. We'll
3: put the word out. I mean, it's we've only got maybe two or 300 bottles of it um, wow. and a couple kegs. So, but we'll put the word out on that and we'll um, that will hopefully be something the first in. You know, several several new releases. As these barrels kind of fun. become ready? Fun. There'll be a lot of that kind of stuff. That's to, uh, another great thing
0: in. about breweries in this area is like you get these experimental just experimental stuff. Experimental yeah, stuff. That's you fun. keep coming back to it. It's just yeah. It, yeah. it brings you brings you back to it. You you run out. You run out. That's it. You're done. Yeah. yeah. And it's and it's okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's okay you're supposed yeah. to exactly you know? it's supposed yeah to. And we're really looking forward
3: to like doing more stuff with whole fruit um there's a lot particularly in the Hudson Valley area there's a lot of growers that were you know a lot of great great stuff so we're we're hoping to a lot of these beers that were that were food or aging and everything we'll be we'll be doing whole whole fruit um conditioning as well on them that's fun man how, yeah. how do
2: I'm people fun. find you on social media
3: uh, just Not nice and easy. Nod Hill Brewery on Instagram and and Facebook, and
2: Nord you know. Hill. good to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not Hill.
0: Yeah, and you're if you're in the. We always put it back to, obviously, geocentric. But if you're in the New York City area, you're probably about an hour and, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just it's about an hour and city. It's an easy ride. Yep. Great location. Yeah. probably one of the best barbecue places on the East Coast. It is yep. literally, like, two miles <laughs> down the road.
3: Yeah. It's, it gets kind of tough because, like, I can tell the move for a lot of people is pick up... Um, barbecue. Barbecue at Hoodoo and then come here, get a beer and eat it. And so... I'm smelling that barbecue like almost on a daily basis. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> that's dangerous.
0: Well, great. Well, thank you so much for having us. Uh, much, yeah, thank you. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you your wife for stretching us in yeah. places we didn't realize we could <laughs> stretch to. I'm sure we're going to find more of those tomorrow. Yeah, that's why I got invented beer. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, uh, Rob, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you guys. And, thank and you. uh um, awesome. Dave, thank you so much And yeah. we look forward to uh, seeing you in the future Absolutely Thanks guys Cheers
1: Thanks for stopping by and listening in Check us out as well as other great podcasts At Food and Beverage Magazine's Podcast Network Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube And remember to eat, imbibe, and, and dream See you next show